All right, we are back, ladies and gentlemen. I am Jesus, the uh, host here of Millennial Madman. I'm also joined here with my co-host Jose. Hey, what's up? And Nigel. Oh shit, that's right. He's not here. Oh. <laughs> oh. Well, sucks to be him. Anyway, yeah. I, I do have something interesting here. Quite a few things I want to talk about today. Uh, Jose, I don't know if you heard about this one. This is actually pretty interesting. So there's this distillery here in the United States that is fighting an invasive crab species by, uh, you won't believe it, was turning them into whiskey. Really? Yeah. Why is a distillery fighting the species? Like of all things to fight an invasive species, a distillery? Well, here's what the article's saying. They're small, they're green, and they're crustaceans. Now they're in whiskey. <laughs> uh, apparently, they've been uh, an invasive pest that's plagued the, the northern um, New Hampshire distillery for over 200 years. Oh, wow. It's a long time to be invaded. Yeah, apparently they hitched a ride on some boats coming from Europe back in the 1800s. Uh-huh. And uh, they just started to multiply here. And so now New Hampshire's dealing with a bunch of their nonsense. So their distillery there is taking action now and deciding, you know what? We're going to make a green crab flavored whiskey. Green? They're green now? Yeah. Or the well, they, yeah, that's, what they, that's why they're saying they're small, they're green. So it's a, it's a green crab is what it's called. Okay, and they're not native. They're from Europe. No, they're not native at all. They, they look pissed. <laughs> the crabs look pissed? Yeah, I just they got a photo here. I'll, I'll put it to you. It's like a picture like a crab. It looks like it's got one eye, and it's just angry at the world. Yeah, it does green. look kind of angry. Yeah, like a yellow yeah, right? bumblebee-looking crab. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, he you don't look too happy. Probably because he's going to end up in a whiskey bottle. Wow, so how is this working? How is he taking the crabs and turning them into whiskey? Uh, let's see. So they catch them for one, and it looks like they might be grinding them. Shell and all? Yeah, they're using a glass machine to basically boil them down and grind them down. They're turning them into a liquid. Holy shit. <laughs> so it's a giant crab blender, what you're saying here? Yeah, they're just melting them down. <laughs> I don't know if they put them in there live. I would hope not. God, they they don't say. They just says that they, uh, they're liquefying them by using a glass machine. If they were to if they were to try and boil it, it would destroy it and get rid of the aroma molecules and flavor. Why do you say glass machine? Is the machine made of glass or is it? No, so it's like a they, there's a machine that they use to to actually manufacture glass. Oh, okay. So that that's what they're using to manufacture wow. uh, green crab essence. <laughs> Is that a new uh, candle fragrance or something? <laughs> Maybe that might be another thing they could do if they figure out how to put it into a wax. <laughs> Scent of green crab. The essence of green crab. <laughs> and how does it come out uh i actually i might want to try this dude they actually have a, a badass little bottle they come in here I'll, I'll show you they have like an old-timey bottle whiskey bottle and it's called crab trapper oh that's pretty cool yeah it's like right? a mini bar bottle or something yeah yeah you know what dude i at first i was kind of knocking it but i'm gonna check to see if they actually have this online I, i'm curious to try this and then we could try it on air for our next episode. Yeah, I'm down. For, That's cool. You'd be down? Anything to help fight that invasive species, you know? 
<laughs> so I'll look for that later. That way we can uh, give it a try. But yeah, crab trapper whiskey. The reviews? How are the reviews on this thing? Oh, I gotta look at the reviews. Are the whiskey uh, sommeliers uh, giving it a thumbs up? Review. Let's look at the reviews. We've tried the crab flavored whiskey that has gone viral. Okay, cool. What's it taste like? It's the burning question. I know. Let's see. So they had to do a double take or quote the reaction that you got to be effing kidding me. Oh, that don't sound good. <laughs> so they're saying that it, it tastes like an Old Bay seasoning. All right. Not too unusual. Yeah. So it looks like they're actually liking it. Scott's finished special tasks. Tequila finished in Scott's casks. Hmm. So they're saying that it almost tastes like an orange-flavored Irish whiskey. Hmm. So okay. overall, not bad. That sounds pretty good, in my opinion. Yeah, just kind of, you know, glancing over what they're saying here. They, they make the whole article about something else, and you're like, well, why not do it like this? That's not what I want to look at. I want to know your thoughts about what it fucking tastes like. Exactly. God, I, have you ever noticed that with a lot of these things? Like they always try and go super into it just to make more fillers. Like, well, when I was a child, they used to. It's like, I don't care about your childhood. No, not at all. No, the flavor. What is it? <laughs> we must know. Someone must know. And I aim to find out. Well, I'm I'm sold. I'm gonna try and see if I can find some later this week. Buy a little bottle of it, and then we'll give it a shot. Totally. Be in the lookout. So, yeah. But, wow. Yeah, I guess not so lucky for New Hampshire that they had to deal with this for 200 years before someone decided to say, hey, let's make a booze out of it. Yeah, I know, that sucks. 200 years of invasion. Yeah, they. there's a lot of them now. Like, the number they give in the article is... Uh, a bazillion. <laughs> they don't even give an actual number. I would say it's bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Multiply them by a bazillion, you have no more clams. <laughs> oh, that's what they're doing. They're attacking the clam species yeah. that's native. Oh. So they're saying that just one of these little green crabs can eat up to forty mussels a day. Damn. Okay, so yeah, it's devastating bad. their muscle industry. I guess so, yeah. I'm surprised they haven't gone extinct. 200 years of them being eaten out by these things? Yeah, that's pretty bad. Pretty serious. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's really unlucky. I know. Speaking of who's not unlucky, we just had a big uh, big lottery winner. Did you hear about that? Oh, uh, yeah, I heard a little bit about it. Yeah, the Mega Millions winner was claimed. It was like $1.3 billion. And the lucky, lucky winner in bitch. Illinois. Congratulations hey, to you. <laughs> don't we know someone from Illinois? Yeah, there's somebody we know. What was that guy's name? I don't Start know. Start with an S. Start with an S. Oh, that's right. Former co-host, Steve. <laughs> Good old Steve Lawson. Steve Lawson? From Chicago. 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 Yeah. I've, you know, it's been a, a while since I've heard someone's accent from there, so I'm not even sure what they sound like anymore. Not like Steve. <laughs> He had like the most non-Chicago accent ever. I mean, how long was he in Chicago for? Because like, it, it just depends on how long you're there too, I figure. If you're there for like a good part of your life, then it would rub off on you. Yeah, he said but, he was born there and grew up there until he went to the 
the army. That that could have changed it too. I I hear that a lot. Whenever you go to the army, like a lot of your mannerisms, the way you talk and stuff changes. Was that part of the training or something? Boot camp. Well, I, I think it's because it's just <laughs> we're gonna make you all sound the same. <laughs> yes, uniformity. Well, that's what we need: uniformity in looks and in sound. Yeah, no accent for you. Some guy from Jamaica. Oh man, that's tough. How do you get rid of the Jamaican accent? Make him sound like a hoorah kind of guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But also, a big congratulations to uh, the government, which gets a lot of that in tax revenue. Oh, but to say, wait, why are we congratulating the government? It's like, oh, <laughs> I see why. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're probably like, thank you, winner. <laughs> I know. They take pretty much most of that. Yeah, the IRS just really loves to shove it right up there, huh? Mm-hmm. Been doing it for years. Mm, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, congratulations, <sighs> Uncle Sam. Yeah, thanks for more bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Great oh, country. A lot of money. Shitty tax laws. <laughs> Definitely. Too many tax laws, you should say. Oh, yeah. There's a tax for everything. Death tax. Uh, let's see. Poaching tax. Hunting tax. Gas tax. Gas tax. House tax. Mm-hmm. You mean property taxes? Oh, yeah, definitely. Ooh. No bueno. I'm not a fan of property taxes. But even if I pay my house off, I still have to make sure I have at least five grand in the bank to pay that off at the end of the year. Yeah, and it varies and goes up every year, depending on who and where you are. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, I gotta love it. Gotta love it. What was it like in the 90s? You know, the only thing I remember in the 90s was just cartoons. I remember a lot of those. Mm-hmm. Speaking of which, I do have a list here. And and what got me into wanting to talk about this stuff was uh, that new Lightyear movie. But I'll, I'll cover that one in a minute. Uh, one of the things that I've noticed is that in the 90s, they always had kind of like a, a constant theme behind a lot of the different shows. Uh, and that had to do with like anthropomorphic animals talking as the main protagonists, for the most part. Not all of them did it, but a lot of them did do it. Like Ninja yeah. Turtles, for instance, that, that's the big one, right? Oh, yeah. Remember that one? Yeah, there there was one that tried to go against it. But I want to go in order here because like from 90 to 99, there's a quite a list here. Uh, this one was actually a Disney one, Tailspin. Do you remember that one? No, no, I can't say that I do. So do you remember the ju- you remember the Jungle Book, right? Yes, yeah, I do. You remember Baloo the bear? Mm-hmm. And then uh, what was the tiger? Shira, I think. Shikan. The tiger. Shikan. There you go. Yeah, yeah. They're both in that cartoon, Tailspin. Baloo's actually like a, a pilot, and he's going around trying to save the the forest and everything from Shikan, who's like a, a big time corporate dude. He's always trying <laughs> to get in their way. Problem. They made it about evil corporations. Yeah, dude. Like, you see Shakan walking around in a suit, and then Baloo's over here, like in a pilot outfit, flying this, like, this, uh, uh I, I don't know the name of the plane, but it's that plane that can land on, on water. Oh, okay. Yeah. Big old yellow plane. Mm-hmm. That was freaking crazy, dude. That was a good one. But that, that's another one I was talking about. Like, see, like, they take animals and they make them like humans and they're walking around. And then they have this really weird one. You might have to look this one up. 
for any of you all out there that are a little bit older, you might know this one, the Pirates of Dark Water. I vaguely remember this one. No, that and it's one only because uh, it it didn't ring too much of a bell for me. I actually had to like think about it for a minute, and then when I saw the photos for it, it kind of clicked a little bit. But it didn't really have a long run time. I think it only lasted one season. But that one was kind of interesting, and it was really dark too for a cartoon for kids. <laughs> nope, I don't remember this at all. It kind of reminds me of He-Man a little bit. You, if you, you're looking at a photo of it? Yeah, I'm looking at the photos right now. Does not ring a bell. No, but they made the, the main protagonist like real, real tan, which I guess that, that makes sense. He's out and all overseas for a long time, but like the blue eyes just kind of makes it weird looking. Yeah, blonde hair, blue eyes, tan skin. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Almost kind of orange. Though. Yeah. Almost orange. Just under the orange spectrum. Yeah, just one shade away from being orange. <laughs> Good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and what was right. the content of the show? Like dark? Yeah, it's a Hanna Barbera cartoon. Okay, so Cartoon Network. Yeah. Basically he was going around to try and save the, the twenty two C's. <laughs> twenty two C's, man. Uh, from uh, an evil pirate who I think is the one that's responsible for killing his dad. Oh, so it's a revenge story thing. Yeah, which I don't think he knows. And again, my memory is kind of iffy on this one because it's been forever since I've seen one of these. Uh, But if I remember correctly, he finds out later on this guy is like really evil. He's trying to use the amulet, whatever they're trying to find for, for his own personal effects. This guy is trying to stop him from doing that and actually save the 22 C's from his tyranny. So it's like pirate versus pirate. Hmm. But he's a good pirate, technically. Yeah, kind of like Johnny Depp. (laughs) (laughs) I know, right? The best of the best. Here's one that might make you kind of go like, what? In 1993, they came out with one called Biker Mice from Mars. You got to look at that one. That one's just kind of, they're really trying to do the, the Ninja Turtles thing in their own way. Wow. So it's, it's yeah, it's basically human-sized mice who have freaking eight packs, big-ass arms, shredded, and they ride motorcycles. And they're, they're from Mars. They're trying to stop Earth from being invaded by whatever uh, invader came into their planet from taking over earth that's the whole premise on that one hmm. and then there are so humans that actually work with them too so they're good guys trying to help us out yeah if you from look closely they actually they have alien antennas yeah they do <laughs> i guess just to let you the... all know that they're aliens yeah, they're... and not mutated like the ninja turtles they're, yeah, they're not turtles. from this <laughs> Yeah. That's the only way they could make this work. If they were from Earth, they'd be like, whoa, 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 hang on, hang on. You're just missing one to make it the Ninja Turtle mice. Exactly. And they ride motorcycles. Interesting. <laughs> Biker God, mice. Dude. If you listen to any of the music when they're when they're riding around, it's just like hardcore rock and roll music. It's it's the whole uh persona of being a biker. 
they captured that with all three of them. Did they have like a Master Splinter type of uh, no character just, in it? it I, just I, yeah, I don't think they have a Master Mouse that's teaching them how to. <laughs> <laughs> all right, this is how you ride. This is how you kick butt and take names too. <laughs> Save the planet. Yeah. Oh, Save remember Earth. Captain Planet? Oh yeah. That was oh, they had one, network one. Captain Planet was kind of a weird looking dude too. I couldn't tell if he was like a crystal made into like a humanoid or what the hell he was. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. He had that like typical nineties haircut. Yeah, he had like that buzz cut looking kind of thing, right? They're like a mullet, but not really a mullet type of With thing. With mutton chops. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> With your races combined, I am Captain... I mean, powers. <laughs> <laughs> I am Captain Planet. I know, dude. It took me forever to figure that out. When I was a kid, it was just, wow, that's cool. And then when you get older, you realize, wait, they have like one of each race in there for every power that you can think of. Yeah. Like, we are all one. Yeah, that was the whole like story behind it. Which like, hey, cool. <laughs> Teaching us unity. Oh, yeah. Unity by merging into one power. Assimilate. <laughs> With a magic ring. Uh, let's see. I don't know if you remember this. Uh, it, it used to be a video game. I know you're not much a video game guy. But they made one off of this game called Double Dragons. Like two two brothers are like super hardcore martial arts dudes. And they turned that into a cartoon. Double Dragon? Yeah, it was like an old beat 'em up arcade game, and they really—I'm not gonna lie—it looked kind of cool. I do remember watching this when I was a kid, but it, it didn't air for very long. Okay, it was like a Street Fighter game. Yeah, that was turned into a series. Right, but it—it it was a beat 'em up. It wasn't like a, a fighting game where like you fought against another person. It was like a two-player game. You—you you both go across the screen and just beat up a bunch of AI. Oh, typical like old... arcades. Oh yeah, dude, for sure. Uh, this one actually caught my eye, and I thought this was really funny. Cadillacs and dinosaurs. Cadillacs. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, like you're you're driving around in a Cadillac and you're fighting dinosaurs. Uh, it's like the most American thing I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> How do you mix those two genres together? Cars so the, uh... and dinosaurs. Yeah, so apparently the the story goes, uh, mankind went underground to survive because I guess they, it was un, unlivable on the surface for 500 years. And in that time, within 500 years, somehow dinosaurs came back from extinction. Somehow. I'm talking T-Rex, Velociraptors, Pterodactyls, everything. everything. And where did the Cadillacs come into play? Oh, all the survivors that, that drive them are known as mechanics. <laughs> <laughs> so the mechanics go around trying to protect the good dinosaurs uh, and, and try not to kill them. But if they have to, they'll try and kill the bad dinosaurs. And then they try to fight like all the raiders that live on the surface. Now, is that a video game too? No, I don't think that one's a video game. <laughs> that one only lasted one season. <laughs> I wonder why. <laughs> yeah, I know. Cadillacs and dinosaurs. 
Oh, dude, that Cadillac they have in there, that red one, man, it looks like a sweet Cadillac. It really does. Not a 1950s era Cadillacs. Oh, oh, hell yeah, dude. I don't even know why they chose Cadillacs. The, the creator of this show probably was a big guy into Cadillacs. And if you look at the... Oh, you know what? I'm, I'm sorry. It is a fighting game. It was a video game. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't know that. Well, now we do. Short-lived animated series. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. So it was a video game. It was planned, but never released. But the show was released, not the video game? Well, the video game was based off the show. So it, Oh, the show came it, first. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So they they actually... Uh, and you know what? Okay. So that that's the second game. I'm sorry. So the, it was an arcade game that first. was released in the same... Yeah, the same year. Because this show is from 93, and the arcade game came out in 93. It was by Capcom, the same guys that made Street Fighter. And you know what? I kind of thought it had like a Street Fighter feel to it, too. But you're fighting T-Rexes with a Cadillac. Yeah. <laughs> Cadillac and what? Cadillacs and dinosaurs. But they give you a gun? A spear? How do you fight the dinosaur? <laughs> you just... Beat the shit out of them with your bare hands. Your bare hands? <laughs> yeah, dude. Dude, you got to see this poster, and I, I kind of want to I, I wanna try and post this somewhere. This is like the most badass thing I've ever seen. Look at that. That's a pretty cool poster. Yeah. <laughs> so one guy does again, have a gun. Yeah, one guy does have a gun. Yeah, but I, I, I've, again, I've not seen I, this one, so I couldn't tell you if he actually uses it or not. He probably did, because in the 90s, they were all big about guns. Yeah. Like the 80s is big about robots. Yeah. I mean, look at Robocop. Robocop, Terminator. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, man. That is crazy. But yeah, that one's pretty interesting. And that's probably one of my favorite things. (laughs) (laughs) New favorite. I might have to see if I can find it on Steam. And uh, Steam is like a gaming platform for the computer, uh, Jose. but usually they have like old school games like that. I might see if I can find that one and try it out a little bit. I'm kind of curious now. That That's piqued my interest. After I saw that poster, it's like, you know what? Fuck yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's go fight some fucking dinosaurs with a car. With a Cadillac. Oh yeah, Cadillac. Ram into them. Full speed ahead. SWAT cats. Now this was my all-time favorite as a kid. I don't know if you've ever seen that one. That does sound familiar. Yeah, that does sound familiar. Maybe I have. Yeah, they're they're all that one. I think lasted two, maybe three seasons. But dude, from the opening to the end, it was just action packed. I remember just loving that show like crazy. Yeah, I do remember this one. Yep, those two cats. That y'all <laughs> hell yeah, dude. The two pilot cats and the the ship that they flew. Man, that thing was badass. It was one of the cooler looking ships I've seen in the cartoon. Yeah, they were really cool. That was a good show. Yeah, I do remember that watching one. that one. Yeah. So, like, like that right there, SWAT Cats is like a perfect example of what a good show from the '90s could be. But it only lasted two seasons. Yeah. Wonder why. Uh I, I think it was just hard to to catch on. I mean, it had a following, but it probably not as big as one as you would think. Uh, I know one that fell short after I think Street Sharks 
and I know I probably mentioned uh, this one to you before, but Street Sharks was basically the answer to the Ninja Turtles, essentially. You know, it was four sharks <laughs> on the street, just on the street morphed. Yeah. And they're, they're wearing jeans and boots. Oh, so they got legs? Yes. Sharks with legs. Okay. Exactly, dude. The most terrifying thing you could think of. And like, if you ever saw a shark like this on land, you would not want to be anywhere outside anymore. Like here. here here's all four freaking burly, yeah. muscular, <laughs> big-ass teeth. Steroids for sure. Yeah. I used to have the... <laughs> I used to have the freaking uh, toys for this guy. Yeah, they made him look really menacing. Oh, hell yeah, dude. They are super menacing. But they were cool looking. It's like once Ninja Turtles was over, it was okay, what next? Oh, look, Street Sharks. Eh, not the same, but it's still cool to watch. Yeah, just animals that fight. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I forgot. One of them actually has rollerblades. <laughs> That's how he fights on rollerblades? <laughs> yeah, he rolls around on rollerblades. Oh yeah, I see him. Yeah, I see him. That's ridiculous, dude. Those like neon green pants and rollerblades. Ah, oh, dude, that's menacing right there. If the teeth didn't scare you, that would. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm running away instantly. Oh yeah, the teeth didn't get me. It's the damn rollerblades and those neon green pants. I'm already out of here. <laughs> And here's another one, too, Street Fighter. Now, this one didn't have the, the talking animals, but Street Fighter was really cool. It was about in 1995, it released. Now, that one was a cool show. Like, if you wanted to see all those badass people show up, I think they even based it off the movie, too. Which movie? Street Fighter? Same name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they, they have bison in it. Bison's that big red dude. When did this game come out? Street Fighter? Yeah. It's an arcade oh. game, right? Yeah. I Because th- this, this show came out in 95, so the game had to come out before it, for sure. It's The, the Street Fighter game I remember playing was Street Fighter 2 on the Super Nintendo. Yeah. This one... No, I don't want the new... So this is the problem when they keep a, a franchise live after all these years. You you try to find it, and they show you all the new stuff. 1987, dude. Old school. Okay. Hell yeah. So that's what? Eight years? Took them eight years to come out with a freaking TV show? wonder why. I don't as know. As popular as the game was. I mean, wonder why. Because they've only had one adaptation of it that I know of. And then they have Street Fighter 2, the animated movie, which that came out in 95. No, I'm, yeah, 95 here for us, 94 in Japan. They get all the good stuff first. Oh, yeah, for sure. They they always give themselves the good stuff first. And then we get the remains. <laughs> Stewie Griffin line. Yeah. <laughs> But kind of kind of going through his list here because some of these I don't really remember. Jumanji, I vaguely remember that one. I saw like one or two episodes. It came out in '96. That was actually an animated show based off the movie. Yeah, and I didn't know they do. Yeah, I think they had like two or three seasons before they they got rid of it. Which I'm surprised they even stretched that thing out to so many seasons. I know. 
somehow it lasted three seasons. Yeah. And this one I definitely don't remember. Captain Simeon and the Space Monkeys. Simeon? Yeah. Captain Simeon and the Space Monkeys. No. No, it doesn't ring a bell at all. No, I I couldn't even tell you anything about it. But that came out in 96. I was six years old when that one came out. And then in 97, we had two of them. uh, Extreme Ghostbusters and Extreme Dinosaurs. (laughs) Extreme goes. I I guess ninety seven was the year of extreme. <laughs> yeah, let's just crank everything up a notch too. Yeah, go go to the extreme, and if you look at extreme dinosaurs, dude, it gives you a kind of a, a resemblance to street sharks and ninja turtles. Like that one. Modern day dinosaurs. Yeah, and they're walking around. They're flying ships, riding motorcycles. Shooting guns. But it's dinosaurs. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's dinosaurs. Like you gotta look oh they wear they wear shorts and pants too, just like the fucking street sharks. sharks. <laughs> I do remember this one a little bit and, and it kind of made me laugh thinking about it. It's like wow. This one just went and so this one, like they had some wizard or whatever, or some alien that was uh, around when the dinosaurs were and he mutated several of them. So you have the good dinosaurs and the bad dinosaurs. The bad dinosaurs are known as the raptors. <laughs> <laughs> and they're exactly what you think. Anything that could be considered a raptor, that's they're evil. And yeah. the good dinosaurs, like the Tyrannosaurus, the Stegosaurus, the I think they have the pterodactyl in there somewhere wow they're the good guys yeah they're the good guys they're trying to stop the the raptors from creating a a, or causing global warming because they want it to be an environment that they can live and sustain themselves in no matter where they go so it's an anti-global warming yeah theme like kind of towards the Exactly, and towards the end of the of the season or the series, uh, the the main plot there was basically the Raptors were trying to melt the polar ice caps to initiate global warming. Wow, there's always a hidden message or a hidden agenda in everything, <laughs> right? But you wouldn't even think of that when you were a kid. No, you wouldn't. They kind of subtly just sneak it in there. I know, and, that way and you I'll grow show up you thinking, yeah, I got to save the. Polarized caps. Oh uh, yeah, for for anyone that wants to see the resemblance behind this, just Google uh, street sharks and extreme dinosaurs, and it, I honestly, you could almost not even tell the difference. Yeah, maybe it was the if same it, creators. Might be, the but yeah, time. they're just oh, sister yeah. series. Yeah, like a sister. Uh, what do you call them? Cyber Six. This one. Uh, I don't know if you remember this one at all, Jose. This came out in 99. Actually, two of them came out in 99. Cyber 6 and Sherlock Holmes in the 22nd century. 22nd century? <laughs> yeah. Okay, so it's a future show. Yeah, it's a future Sherlock. So essentially, uh, just to kind of cover them really quick, Cyber 6, uh, that was basically America's answer to Japanese animation. So anime, you know, for, for anyone who doesn't know, uh, that was the Japanese cartoon style is anime. Uh, Cyber 6 was basically the U.S.'s attempt at combating it, basically. And, uh, you know, I'll 
I'll, I'll say this, like that was, it was done pretty good, you know, but they didn't last very long. I think not even two seasons. Uh, Sherlock Holmes, 22nd century. That one, I do remember that one uh, a little bit. And that one, Jose was where they apparently froze Sherlock Holmes somehow in the past. And they uh-huh. revived him in the 22nd century and gave him a robot Watson. Looks like Watson <laughs> from, from Sherlock Holmes' time, but he's a cyborg, yeah. Oh, a cyborg. Okay, so a human-looking robot. Exactly. It, lo- it, it looks like a Watson. <laughs> and they're doing the same thing, too? Detective? Yeah. Fighting, fighting crap. Elementary, my dear Watson. <laughs> yeah, somehow Professor Moriarty survived all those years. And now he was revived as the greatest detective that ever lived to try and stop him again. This sounds like a familiar concept. Yeah. For some reason. If, you're, if <laughs> you remember the second movie, uh, they both fall off the, the edge. Mm-hmm. And that was supposed to be their demise. That's the premise for this one. They both, at the beginning of this whole thing, they both fall off. They're both supposedly dead, but somehow they happen upon... Sherlock Holmes's body and they bring him out of stasis or something like that. And now he's in the 22nd century. <laughs> just like that. Yeah. Just like that. Travel through yeah. time. Yeah. 90s storytelling wasn't very good. It just like went bam, bam, bam. Okay. Here's where we're at. Yeah. It was kind of all over the place, right? Oh yeah. Like every episode was something different. It was never like a continue continuation from before. Sometimes it would, sometimes it wouldn't. It's like uh, show creators back then were given a lot of freedom to play with. Yeah, a lot of free, yeah. a lot of creative direction. For sure. Like, just go wild. Go wild, guys. Do whatever. <laughs> go nuts. <laughs> go so nuts. 2000 hit, it's like, whoa, whoa, okay, look. Maybe we should back up on how many of these shows are coming out. They're all two the same. A little yeah. saturated. <laughs> mm-hmm. They're all wild. Oh, yeah. Jeez, man, there's a lot to talk about. I know we're coming up on our, on our time here, but I just wanted to briefly uh, talk about the Lightyear movie. If no one's seen it, it's a really good movie. I love the animation and quite the plot twist towards the end. Jose, if you haven't seen it, I would definitely recommend watching it. Okay, maybe I should. Yeah, yeah they they have uh, Chris Evans as the voice actor for, for Buzz this time around. Tim Allen was the original one from, from the Toy Story movies. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. I guess he retired the voice. I guess so. I don't. I don't know if he's doing anything in in the movie biz anymore. Maybe he just said enough is enough. I Probably did it for so or, long. Yeah, or they just didn't offer him a good enough deal, and he said no. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's that what happened. Maybe, with, is it uh, like an origin story, Buzz Lightyear, or post Toy Story Buzz Lightyear? Um, it's related to the Toy Story movie in a way. I I don't want to spoil it. it. It tells you at the very beginning, like right when the the opening credits start. It tells you exactly what the premise of this movie is. Okay. I was going to so say, if it was I, like a younger Buzz Lightyear, maybe they wanted a younger voice actor. That way that's what I'm thinking, too. Yeah, yeah. Like, And, and to be honest, I, I almost couldn't tell the difference. I had to like think about it for a minute and, and realize, you know what? this It sounds like Buzz from what I recall, but it's not. So Chris, Chris Evans did a pretty damn good job, you know? Prep, uh, props to Captain America. <laughs> As always. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, that's all I wanted to wrap up on. Uh, Lightyear movie, really good. 
I, I thought it was really fun to kind of reminisce about these things here from the 90s. Uh, sure. Until next time, we'll see you all next weekend. Bye.